Hey tribe, it's me, Chloe Nefertiti. I just finished my morning prayer. I didn't share it with you guys because I didn't have time. And I've been very busy with all this paperwork, organization, different lawyers, um, all types of things that I have to get out the way before the next season. I want to thank everybody that reached out to me, everybody that pulled up on me after I got out of the hospital. All your well wishes, because 2020 has been a doozy, a freaking doozy. <laughs> and um, one of my homegirls, she said, Chloe, your life is a real movie. Like She's like, nobody would believe the things if you don't, if you weren't the way you were. Like, I am so alert and I am so naturally suspicious that nothing gets by me like nothing and um I tell people that look to me sometimes they look at look at me and they look at me like the ultimate thing or the ultimate way to be and I remember I had to tell one of my young mentees and by mentees I mean somebody I mentor a lot of people be like what is a mentee? I've been mentoring for years. You know, I've been working for years and I've been doing this for years. I've been studying human behavior, you know, um, different ways the brain works, um, different generational traumas and different things in my spiritual journey so I could help other people. In the midst of me um, making sure I was on my journey and helping on people. I got a lot of frauds, a lot of weirdness, a lot of weird people that will come and try to, you know, pick from the tree of, uh, you know, of help, you know, a purity of um, just things of that nature with their own vendettas, sick minds that, you know, literally uh, flip, you know, stories and flip things in their heads. I tell people the number one thing when you're um, surrendering to um, God, Jesus, and yourself and the universe is that you can't have people in your head that um, could potentially take your own destiny away from you. And I remember I had asked one of my spiritual guides, I said, is it wrong for me to use people's life as an example? Because I was watching somebody, you know, get their life just ripped from their hands and, you know, get thrown this way, get set up that way, get told to do this, get told to do that. But little did they know they were walking down their path of demise. And I'm just watching because, again, some stuff is just not my business, y'all. God damn, you know. So I'm just watching because, of course, these people have put their eyes on me. And now that you put your eyes on me, it's like, Oh, I record every, I mean, you guys, I record everything on my um, pages and my social medias naturally on this app because years ago I had a run-in with a, um, a, a male that became obsessive with me and was sending me things and, um, you know, looking up on my information and paying for different things of that nature to try to see, look, and be around me. So in the midst of that, I had already went through that so I know the telltale signs I know how people work and just a couple of um 
moons ago when I had blasted these people, my DMs just flew open. Like, they're just like, before I locked my DMs, I just got mad DMs of different people that are from my city or around me that were just like, yeah, they hit me up. And yeah, girl, I was thinking I was so weird. And whole time I'm over here, you guys, in my whole bubble, and I see what's going on. But in my mind, I'm like, wow, I hope that person, you know, makes it out the closet or I hope, you know, that family gets it together because they're literally, you know, crazy. And my friend was like, that's what you took from the situation? And I'm like, yeah, I thought he was in the closet. I thought she was on on definitely on something that was not natural <laughs> and I've been reporting to the uh, other one because now we have everything printed out and we have everything and we're going over everything I have another assistant helping me with that because I have to focus on my endeavors that are in front of me that I have to close and continue but the other people they just keep coming back and they're like you gotta be kidding me I'm like no so in this podcast we're gonna talk about mental health um cyber stalkers, like things of that nature. I can't say much because hello, the case, you know, we're moving forward. But I'm like, I had decided because after my homeboy was like, you're not going to believe this, Chloe, look. And I'm like, yeah, go back, go back, go like that, go like that, go like that. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get active. You know, I I said I needed that evidence so I could do what I'm going to do next. You know, I think a lot of people, they can only account for themselves and not other people. So when everything kind of flowed exactly how I said it was, I remember everybody looking at me like, how did you know? And how did you know that was going to happen? I'm like, these people are slower than molasses. I'm like, I don't know if they're not equipped with common sense or with the Internet or with the industry or with anything. By the grace of God. I know this sounds crazy, you guys, but I get hacked by a whole completely different, like, person aside from all this other stuff going on. The person that hacks me reveals almost, I think, reveals everything that was going on. And I remember sitting there and they say, you know, we're going to have to take your phone. And, you know, if you have something or you have these different pages or if you've been on the Internet, it's going to show. And I'm like... I remember wiping the sweat off my forehead like, baby, I could tell you any and everything that I do on the internet and I could tell you exactly which pages are mine and you guys could go through this freely because I'm cool. And um, and uh, I said, I could show you a burner account, whatever you need, but it's cool. Because there was a time, you guys know on social media, that it was normal to have a, 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 a backup account. It was normal to have a secret account or what they call a burner account that you use. Um, when you wanted to check on your boyfriend or check on your, you know, girlfriend or to see, you know, just different things like that when we were young. But I'm like, we're not young. We're like old. And then I remember thinking, um, in my, in my mind, like people don't do that no more. Are you serious? People still do that. And when I start talking out about it and helping some of my mentees, I saw that a lot of young girls were going through cyberbullying and cyberstalking, which is why I had to make my voice known. So um, it's up to me to make an example and to show the young women and people that look up to me that this is what you do and this is how it goes because I'm a shining example in my community of um, justice and um, how to get 
you know, certain things done where you don't have to live in fear, where you don't have to wake up to unwanted messages from, you know, mothers and baby mothers and sisters and dudes and, you know, people will try to play with your life like it's a game. And I tell people all the time, pay close attention to the people around you and the people um, that you surround yourself with and your social media. COVID and everybody being in the house, um, hallucinations, people that don't have um, exciting lives or people that are miserable and don't have certain avenues to learn or teach or don't have self have don't have the right self esteem, you know, will literally focus on you. And I remember just going through everything with the um, the cyber tech and him saying. It's a whole family. And I'm like, yeah, I've been peeped that, you know. And he, and, he, and he just stopped and he looked at me for like, I swear to God, like seven Mississippi seconds. And I said, what are you looking at? He's like, what the hell do you possess that people are doing this? I said, if you could tell me why people do this to me. I said, this is like the seventh time. And he's like, yeah, but this is extreme. And I remember saying like, hello, why do you think you guys are here? I think um, people... At first, you know, opening my page up as a personal blog and opening my page up as a mental health, um, spiritual um, practitioner and, you know, helping the masses and, you know, different things. I knew I was going to get some loony bins because I already got some loony bins, even when, even when I wasn't. Like, you guys, my inbox was full of this different things that didn't make any sense like um being a spiritual practitioner people like they try to go in and study with you like I would get people that will write me at 333 and 222 and 111 and be like hey just stopping in to say hi uh um you know I thought of you right now at this moment and it would just be my inbox with people waiting for like triple numbers or something because I guess they thought I was really into numerology so I start seeing that people would try to pattern my personality in order to speak to me which is impossible because I literally change so much like I tell people there's like I get bored in a second like I could be reading one book and I will put it down and read a whole nother genre a whole nother topic in a second mid book I will close it and be like hmm what does this book say you know um and um, I go with the vibrations of my mind. One thing that um, when it comes to me, I read a lot. I don't even have a TV um, in my bedroom. Um, I'm not into TV, you know. I don't know what's happening on TV. And that's why a lot of times when I'm in my celebrity realm and I'm with the people that I have to work on and they're like on different movies and stuff, I always have to call my assistant um, that assists me on sets and say, who is this? And what do they do again? And it's never, it's like so funny. I always end up knowing somebody they know or somebody around them or something they did, but I never know what they did recently because I've been, you know, kind of on a different tip. So after I initiated a certain part of my spirituality, I was able to introduce Jesus back in, in a certain way where I had to go learn more about it. Um, A lot of people ask me, you seem to um, 
uh, clothed yourself and disappeared. And I was like, well, hello, I was working on my health and stuff. And, you know, when people are weak, they don't really like to be out or being open or, you know, and maybe sometimes Instagram wasn't the place. But I feel like in your spiritual journey, God wants you to feel everything. Where there was a time I could have been nasty to somebody or I could have been, you know, making fun of people, um, you know, like, hey, I got the jokes. I could really get, take it, you know, take it there. Or I may have prejudged other people. Or I may have um, assumed and been wrong. Everything, every emotion is meant to be felt. And once you feel every emotion, you could add it into your um, repertoire. So when I help people, um, I could feel it. So where sometimes I may physically not have to go through certain things that other people have to go through. And uh, you'll never see me in a situation. It's because God protected me in a way where I could see it, but I don't actually have to physically be there and go through it. And I'm thankful for that. And um, the last couple of weeks, actually the last year, you know, has been an eye-opener to a lot of things, you know, I was upset, you know, being hacked and um, all my um, financial things being hacked. But I, but but it was a blessing in disguise, and I found the silver lining because in being hacked, so much stuff was revealed. You know, to receive, people pray, people wish they receive a um, a list of people that frequent their pages or a list of people that are the timelines. But it came to me only because. My information was compromised and only because there was a big, big name in my email with a certain address. And that is what set it off. As soon as I said, hey, I think I've been hacked and I think your address and everything and your, you know, confidential things are um, at risk. They literally sent me everything that I needed, sent me the lawyers, the cyber tech. And that's when I learned a whole new world I knew existed, but I never knew I would be able to sit down and see it. So imagine getting a list. The list didn't the list didn't shock me, y'all, because almost half the people well some of it was flattering. I was like, oh well all you had to say was hello. <laughs> oh my goodness, you know? To see, you know, people that are frequent frequenting my page or that was watching every day or you know, they came for seven minutes this day, came back for ten minutes, came, you know, that's what they're showing me. And so then I remember asking the tech, like, nothing you do on the internet goes away and they were like, Absolutely nothing. They're like, nothing. Like, once it's there, it's there. And I remember thinking, this is creepy. Like, this is crazy. From IP addresses to iClouds to the back of your phone, registration, like, everything. And I was sitting there, and I was, like, in awe in learning about it. And um, I always wanted to be, like, a... Um, like so many things. I know I'm in beauty, but I've always wanted to be in like criminal justice. I always wanted to be um, in law. I always wanted to be in politics because I like, you know, learning and then trumping and then helping, you know, people, especially people that look like me that are being railroaded or, you know, you know, put in a certain category that they don't belong in. And the different things that have happened to me this year all is a part of my destiny. I wouldn't be able to speak about it. I wouldn't be able to help other people if I don't go through it. It's just like, if I wasn't on the side of people that thought they were better, which I've never been like that, but I I understand how people fall into that mindset. 
I saw how social media made people delusional. I started learning that the girls and the guys around me literally grew up learning what to do from songs and reality. I met a girl and everything she did was just strictly off of the Kardashians. And the Kardashians are, um, they're not bad people. Um, um, but that's their way of thinking and that's their way of being in their family. Imagine meeting a girl that is not, you know, like that is not like from a whole nother thing and they're just, this is what we have to do. I know how to do this and I know how to do that, but it's all delusion, you know? I start being like, what the hell is wrong? Like everybody was turning into zombies around me. And in Hollywood and the industry, uh, it is so small, you guys. It is so small to the point that you would be shocked. Like it is super small. Like you, people will be like, oh, the industry, is so, it is not big at all. At all. <laughs> like, at all. Like, I remember even sitting, I remember going to Capitol Records for a meeting, and I'm walking in Capitol Records for a meeting, and the man walking out, I don't know who he is. He looks at me, he says, your whole outfit is super fly. Um, I love it. And I stop, and I, and I don't even know what kind of shoes he has on. I'm like, those shoes, it's, you know, hella fly. And it was just, you know, real, real quick, whoop-de-whoop. We just said, what's up? I keep going to my meeting. He goes out and gets in his black truck. Do you know the next week we're in a whole nother meeting um, to prep for the production? We go into the meeting room and um, I'm at the room because I'm head of hair and makeup. So I'm getting the looks and what they want. This same guy walks in. Mind you, when he seen me, I was going to my own personal meeting. So I'm dolled up because I'm selling me. Then he sees me again. I'm on a production, but now I'm at work. You know, now we're at work, you know, so I'm hair to the back, you know, no makeup, um, you know, just a light, you know, little whoop wop and, you know, my black uniform that I wear because when I'm on set at any moment, you know, you get dirty. You guys, he comes in and he's like, oh. he ends up being a huge freaking guy. I'm like, whoa. And he's like, I remember you. Mind you, when he seen me, I was completely, you know, He's all like, I remember you. Are you going to be in this um, in this production? You're um, an actress. You're a model. I'm like, yeah, but no, I'm working. I'm I'm, I'm, head, I'm head of makeup um, on this production. And I remember he was like, you are the jack of all trades. You know, and I was like, we're, we're, we're trading again. Now you see a whole table full of big wigs. Like, this girl knows everybody. She solidified herself in the industry. And um, she seems to be well-connected. But what people don't understand, something as simple as I like your earrings could put a, f- and you tell somebody you like their shoes, you have made a feeling exchange. You have made an emotional exchange, a visual exchange. Now your energies to one another are feel good in, in energy. Then they see you again and you're established in a sense and they don't feel like you're going to come and take and you're going to come and try to ride the coattails or try to get in where you fit in because now you're solidified. So boom, just like that, it's another connection. Next thing you know, you're doing, you're talking, do you know so-and-so? Yeah, she produces that show, that show, and that show. I went out with her on that night. Oh my God, girl, you are, oh my God, I'm so glad I met you. That what what comes next. That's when I realized the butterfly effect that a lot of people don't um, pay attention to. The butterfly effect is 
like one tiny thing changes the course of your life. Like me, if you play with my reputation, I'm going to make sure I get justice for it. And I'm going to make sure that everybody that even saw, knew, or thought that it was something else knows exactly what it is. So that's why I always like to go the legal route because I start realizing that a lot of um, what they call minorities and black and brown girls were getting fucked over because they weren't learning legal terminology and phrases. They weren't reading contracts and they were being... um, intimidated by uh, people of different races and people in the industry that were, you know, basically threatening them. And they didn't know the right lingo and stuff. So, of course, when I come along, half the people in the industry didn't like that. I was helping the um, black and brown girls elevate higher, get the money they deserve, um, you know, not low, low ball not lowball them, you know, not replace them with um, people of other races when it calls for somebody, you know, not, you know, none of that, none of that black fishing and cat fishing. I was literally pretty much a union in an industry that don't really got a union <laughs> um, by just being knowledgeable. And that's why I tell a lot of people, you have to be careful when you're knowledgeable because people will try to shoot at you. And, um, I was able to help a lot of people in turn when I needed help. It was, it came to me very easily. Um, I like, like I tell the young girls, me personally, my life is like a movie. So I like to have evidence. So when I do say in 10 years, write an autobiography, you know, I do want to shoot a movie eventually about my life and I'm writing the script. All of this comes into play. So I could say, this is what happened to me. This is what these people try to do. This is how I overcame that. This is, you know, what it is. In elevation, you'll always get snake. And some people's story, we're the snakes. Other people's stories, we're the bully. Other people's stories, where the you where the evildoers, whether they're right or wrong, in people's minds, everybody's raised different, you know. And mental health was a big thing. So when I start talking about it, I don't think I'll get hacked and my photos deleted and videos posted and you know people in my inbox and you know different things of that nature. So I shut that stuff down when it comes to my personal blog. If I'm not following you or anything, you won't be able to write me anymore but I was um because my pages were recorded and um, I was able to collect tons of evidence that I needed in my um cyber stalking case and I was able to um um put put certain pieces together whether, whether I knew or not all I had to do was go back into the phone and see the certain recordings today when I do tell the people that want to get somewhere, put your foot in the door, always be wary of your reputation. I mean, people are going to talk. Don't worry about that. People have said several things about me. It doesn't matter. I even know um, somebody that listens. They'll listen to everything bad you say. I mean, they listen to everything bad somebody had to say about the person. They already was going to be Book, book this person, but they just want to ask somebody else. They ask the other person. The person says all this bad stuff about them. Um, the guy was like, yeah, okay, thanks. Do you know they end up hiring the person even after the person said all the bad things? Um, the person does a great job. Next thing you know, the person that said all the bad, bad things have disappeared. 
And I remember asking, where's that person that, that you know, used to be over here? And, you, you know, there was like, oh, we had to let them go. And I remember saying, like, why? Because, of course, at the time, I didn't know the person said bad things. I didn't know because, of course, I'm off probably in San Diego doing something. You know, I come back and I'm like, where's so-and-so? And they were like, oh, they let them go. Um, so and um, the big wig hired somebody new. But before he did, he asked um, everybody certain questions. And this person said some really bad things. And I'm like, no. Everybody knows not to do that. Like, because you just, when people ask you a question these days, they're not asking you because they don't know. They're almost asking you because they already know. Um, and I said, no, she didn't. And they was like, yeah, girl, they hired the person and fired her the next day. And I remember thinking, this industry is just so tricky. And they're like, yeah, girl. And um, I say that to say this, when you're moving in your craft and when you want to elevate and when you want to get somewhere, there's going to be snakes in the grass. Jesus was betrayed. I say when it comes to the price of greatness, you have to take some bites. You're going to have to take people um, trying to fuck with you and your destiny. You're going to have to take people becoming obsessive with you. You're going to have to take people um, um, making up things and doing things. Like when the cyber tech showed me the things, it was a point where I remember my body feeling so sad. Not for me, but for the people. Like, what kind of life is this to live? You see what I mean? Like, I'm like, this sucks. And then in the whole thing, you know, we were able to figure out how other people involved were playing other things. I said, one thing, because I can't really say in detail, but one thing you better know, everybody, everybody thinks they could play God at one time. So imagine a community effort to bring somebody down, but the, the effort doesn't work because the people involved keep trying to play the playmaker. So I remember the cyber tech saying, and this one right here messaged you on the side and blew this one's cover. And I'm like, yeah. And that one just couldn't hold her fucking horses. She could not stop riding me to the point that I said, that's how I was alerted the suspicion on who the fuck is this? And he was all like, yeah, I see how you, how, how that happened. I'm like, yeah, they, she wouldn't stop riding me to the point it became way too suspicious. And, um, I remember he looked at me and said, you played it really good. I'm like, yeah, this is not my first rodeo. It must have been theirs. Um, and um, I want to make it very clear that people could perpetrate anything. They could perpetrate saneness. They could perpetrate um, empathy. They could perpetrate being nice, being wholesome, all types of things. But at the end of the day, what happens in the dark comes to light. And it would be like nobody spared because... In my um, endeavors, when it was my turn to step up and be judged, and I took it, you know, so I feel like everybody else should take what they're going to take as well. Um, You could call it what you want, but, like, even when I told them I was moving forward, and, yes, they could, um, as soon as we finished the um, the first case, because I have a whole other case that I've been working on um, that has to go first, I said, as soon as we finish this case and we start on the second case with that cyber stuff, of course, we're pressing charges. I don't know these people. <laughs> you know, I don't have any sympathy and empathy for them. I don't know these people. 
you know? And I think that's when people kind of get it mixed up. That a lot of times they think, oh, she's a spiritual practitioner. She's um, for the um, youth. She's for this. If I don't know you, what the hell makes you think I'm going to spare you? Um, the cyber tech was um, cracking up because he's like, you are vicious. I'm like, I don't know them people. You could definitely hem them up. I don't care about, you know, the careers, the family, the kids. A lot of people, when they are caught or they're back against the wall, they they then start the faith talk. They then start the sorry talk. And they then start the, um, just let's forget about it. No, 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 no. I want everybody to know the type of people and the type of things and activities people do so I could help the next young girl that may be preyed upon. I could help the next person that could be preyed upon. You know, imagine having people in different countries emulating you. Imagine having people copying your captions and um, talking to you and you're not even, you don't even know them, you know. You know, I'm getting like they're like, who sent you this message with, you know, the at name saying that this person is um, watching you? I said, I don't know. I'm like, you would have to do what you do on the computer, you know, and figure out what this is. Because I'm like, it didn't like it doesn't make any sense because if they were trying to trick me, it was a bad idea because everybody was telling on everybody, you know, and to sit in a room and have to go through that. I was just happy that I was around people that saw what I saw, understood what I seen, and understood what was happening to me again, you know. And um, my family and my loved ones and my uncles and my dad and uh, my brothers, they're very protective over me. And I swear to God, I thank the Lord because me, I... um. I'm already protected over myself, but to have so much masculine energy always teaching me the game, telling me what not to pay attention to, telling me who's not good, like there's nothing that ever gets past me. And a lot of times people will like to break the spirit of very um, affluential and strong black women, indigenous women like myself. And me studying and being outspoken, people take it as a challenge. So it's it was crazy to see that it was a, a, a slew of people replying to my every move, but I don't know them. You know, a slew of people, a group, a family watching me persistently, but I don't know them. Do you see what I mean? And it, it was kind of like, what is this? You know, and when it, you know, when the, um, there was a uh, a therapist. I forgot what field she was in, and she was um. And I showed her because, of course, I know a lot of therapists and different things of that nature because I'm in the mental health and I like to take um the classes and the online zooms and different things to learn. And I read a lot of behavior behavior health things. Um, and I worked at Balboa, the Naval Hospital, and that had a lot to do with um patients coming in with PTSD and I had to learn to talk to them from behind the counter in a certain way so they don't get offended or get triggered back to maybe um, a field moment or a moment in between wars you know be able to look at people if they come in with a, a missing limb or like you know I remember the uh, burnt skin um, bullet holes through the mouth you know this you being able to watch certain things when they come in and you not react to it in a way that makes them uncomfortable. I've been in so many different aspects of that. So 
I was very prepared um, for certain things. A lot of times people say, nothing seems to shock you. I said, no, the only thing that shocked me about this is how odd it was. Like, I just, it was so odd to me. And I kept talking to the tech. I said, so they thought they were speaking to me. Like, like you're telling me these people thought they were, that I was just speaking to them or for them. And they're like, yeah, I think that they think every post and everything was for just them. And I said, this is crazy. One of the people in the room said, you were like the Statue of Liberty. And they were like Barbie dolls kicking at your heels. They're like, where you didn't even notice them, they were talking to you. They were coming to your page. They were like writing things to you under their photo. Like I was like shocked. Not really shocked, but like, I'm like, this has happened to me already before. Like, I was like, I don't know how to explain it, but this has already happened to me. But I said, but at a level so high, you know, um, to have a woman, um, it was four women. It was four different women from different times of my life. Um, that I, Two of them, I was like, damn, it's been like seven years. But one of them, of course, was with the the crazy family and it was like it was like a joke you guys and um I can't talk much about it but when it comes out you guys are gonna be like no way Chloe I'll be like oh my god way girl and I'm gonna definitely put in my book when everything goes but yeah um I had no problem with blasting them I don't you know I don't care but a lot of people in my messages was like oh my god and then when I did it it actually helped me because I got two phone calls from people that I guess, you know, were being hit up from them for the last year. And then I also got um, four DMs for some of my friends in the LBGT community that, you know, were like, yeah, you know, this person hit me up. And I'm like, man, that's why I thought they were in the community. And I just thought they were like, you know, trying to get with a dude from San Diego. Like, I was like, I was so off, like, and so off. Like, and I'm like, this is weird, you know, but... In the sense, when it comes to this internet, you guys have to be very, very careful because people are not sane and they will sit and they will stare at a computer screen over and over again. They'll Google your name. They'll find any and everything. They'll screenshot. They'll emulate. They're, I mean, this person were, was buying things that I was posting for inspo because I think they thought I would buy these things. I'm like, first of all, absolutely not. You know, <laughs> like it was sick and it wasn't even funny. Like I was like, totally like get them for all they got, but make sure in there you say that you recommend them to see straight up therapists or straight up mental health people because there's no way in hell somebody will literally watch somebody on the internet and buy the things that they post for inspiration. Like, I'm like, I would never buy that. That's not my style. doesn't even go with the things that I, I like. And I remember the tech just being like, Chloe, this is crazy. And I'm like, yeah, this is crazy. This is crazy. So that's another thing I've been working on. I can't, I really cannot wait till after I do this first case that I've been working on. I cannot wait for you guys to see and to understand. Because once the last piece of the puzzle is put 
you know, I'm able to explain the hierarchy and what went on and uh, why it went on and then tell you guys how I overcame it um, mentally, physically, and of course, financially. Um, Today is October 16th and there's a verse here and it says, blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. Now, a lot of times I have to go through spirituality without mentioning certain things because it would trigger certain people so like you know you'll say Jesus but we're sitting in a room with somebody that was um abused by the church so now when we're talking to somebody it's kind of like they may not want to hear that word Jesus right now because it's putting something else in them so until they get to the point and we restructure how they feel and how they think are they restructure how they feel they think you got to tread lightly in certain words and certain things so with me um I remember a long time trying to talk and um and be a certain way when I was doing my spiritual work um that uh wouldn't really pertain to too much but then but then when it was time for me to start the new testament it was no more that you know so it's always thank you, Yeshua. It's always thank you, Jesus. But for real, a lot of times people, um, they'll use God's name in vain with no questions asked. Um, I remember how shy people were when they found out I didn't have any tattoos. And I'm all like, well, um, I see nothing wrong with tattoos if that's the route you want to take. But me personally, like I said, strict, strict, strict. I don't think people understand how strict and organized the black community is when it comes to their children and their kids when they are not um, sabotaged or when they are not riddled with um, different atrocities. It's a whole different ballgame. Where I'm from, the black woman is to be protected and is protected. And it's always been like that, whether your father is there or not. You know, it's a serious thing. So when I meet people that don't understand that or I meet people that rather be I meet black women that don't want to be black all the time it's just a um it's just a way of um combating trauma maybe thinking that they're less than or maybe thinking that they don't deserve certain things and um I meet black women that have no you know desire to be with black men and that could be from generational trauma you know but that um that syndrome of not knowing who you are and playing into all these things and all these different things, that doesn't really help um, the outcome of the next generation. And um, I tell people all the time, I have to stay in a certain light and be a certain way because I took a certain oath and because I'd rather stand for, you know, 10,000 black girls that are trying than three than 30,000 that are not, you know. Um, Self-hate is very real. And at a time like this, a lot of people don't find um, any grace in being black and being um, indigenous and being African and being anything of the descent. A lot of times people will just try to find a way or a fancy word of saying that there's something else, you know, and it it is what it is. That self-hate will eat you alive. A lot of times people are miserable in the group settings and the things that they're in, but you're outside of your tribe. Um, And a lot of times um, I I know my actual bloodline tribe and I know my actual tribe of, of 
energy people that are just here to help and add to the vibes, the good vibes. You know, there's a difference. Um, A lot of times people don't take serious um, their bodies, who they're mating with and things of that nature. I'm not like that. So a lot of times when I meet people in this generation, it's such a microwave fast generation. They think that they're going to, oh, it's going to be easy for me to be their friend or, oh, it's going to be easy for me to take them out. I'm looking like, I'm not I don't, you're not from my tribe. You're not from either one. You're not from my, my tribe of, um, my bloodline and you're not from my tribe energetically. And I remember when we were in the tech with the tech and he was showing me different people and he was like, well, these people, I think thought that you were in, in some type of silent competition with you. I'm like, she's not even from my tribe. Like these people are not even from my tribe. So how could I compete with these people? How could they think they could compete with me? Like, I was very confused. Because I'm like, what? You know, these people couldn't, you know, touch me with a 10-foot pole. We're not even in the same, you know? You couldn't even... What is, is this a joke? And it's not even a thing of ego. It's a thing of, is this a joke? And um, I'm like, what is this? Like, I just remember just thinking, this is sick. And a lot of people will pay for lists like that that I I received. They would pay to be able to see this stuff. They would just, you know, bathe in the glory of having, you know, the evidence of everything, you know. And I was just like, how can we hem these motherfuckers up? And how can I press the charges, do what I'm going to do, close that case, have the evidence that this happened so in about 10 years I could put this in my book, you know? Like, and how can I... That's what I was um, more so worried about. Like, I could care less because it was not flattering and it was not, um, like, necessary. So a lot of times when I'm back working now, my clients ask me about certain things. Where have I been? What was going on with this and what was going on with that? That's just a little bit of what I could tell you. But always remember when you're elevating, there's always going to be unhealthy people watching you. There's always going to be people that try to tear you down. There's always going to be people that try to mess with you. It is up to you to ignore. Or you could pay attention and make sure you hem them up like I did. Or you could um, really protect your social media. There's different apps. There's different things um, to protect your um, name. Always remember to go on those websites and take your information off. Um, So scammers and... um, ill will people cannot get your information protect the black woman and protect the black babies and the young you know women that um sometimes need the help you know I make sure I protect the um, young girls in the hood even when they you know fail even when they you know do something distasteful to a point you know if I have the energy to help and if I have the right moment to do a little something I do because to you know walk in the Lord's way you just do your part I've already done the you know the key can the I've been on each side I've been on the side of the bullying I've been on the side of the not bullying I've been on the side of the gossip I've been on the side of not gossip you know everybody goes through phases in their life nobody's perfect but there comes a time where you have to shed your old self and move forth and when you move forth you get there honorably and you understand honorably. I think everything that I went through, it, it, to me, it's always a silver lining. And it's always like a threshold to push me to elevation. I'm so glad that I went through this right now. Opposed to 
the next step that I have to go to, that I will go to, you know, when, when I do premiere and when I do drop, you know, um, this will be behind me. Um, I have now invoked every emotion. So I, I went through every chest test and every journey, um, to get me to my next level. So I now inhabit the emotion and the feelings that I need to, um, maneuver away from bad things and bad people while at the same time being able to take any painful experience and it makes me stronger. I remember somebody asking me, you are so wise. You are strong, so strong. You know, what's the secret? And I literally told her, I said, the pain literally makes me stronger. Like it literally is like Popeyes and his spinach, you know, it's like where people would think, oh, that's going to be the ultimate stab. It's like, it's like, um, a Gatorade full of Hercules juice. I could just drink it and I feel like I turned into the Hulk. I am now I'm big, big, bigger and better when I, you know, and I, somebody said, you're thinking it's so grand where, you know, I was all like, um, nobody has ever stabbed me in the front. It's always the back. And I'm like, it's like with each stab, it's like I become bigger and I become stronger and I become better. And, you know, I said 2020 was the year of true vision. I mean, stuff that I didn't think I would ever find out. You know, I found out um, from other people, about other people, about people that wanted to be close to me, about people that, you know, everything. That's why I tell people when people show you who they are or you get certain hints, do not paint on another picture, girl. Um, there was people I was around um, for years, but I didn't know them. And um, I remember somebody saying, that's weird that you say you don't. I said, I don't know them. I just, they came around and they had this at the time. And that's what we was going for at the time. And, you know, we call them every time we're going for this and they just show up. But other than that, I don't, I wouldn't know that person. And um, they're like, so whatever happened to them? They're on, they're on their journey off mine. They're off mine. I don't see the point no more. And I think that's where in my life people get upset when I just be like well I think our journey has come to an end and people be like excuse me who the hell you think you are to just tell me that I can't be around you and I can't have anything to do with you for no reason that I could find logical well my logical reasoning is that I don't know what you're here for you know and that in turns turns on people's ego and then their hate and they throw that evil eye on you I'm uh, advocate for not deleting anything and um I remember somebody approaching me and they were saying oh all this stuff and that this person told them all this stuff and I literally went to a text message thread pulled it up and I turned my phone to the person and I said um you could check the number and I said and then I want you to read that so they checked the number and I saw that it was the person's true number and then they read the text message thread and they just looked at me with their mouth on the table and I slid my phone back and I said, perception is key. Whatever that person told you is straight garbage. And I was all like, and if you perceived it and walked over here to think that you were going to tell me something about myself that was so atrocious or you were going to tell me something or you knew some inside information, you have been hoodwinked. And I remember her just looking like um, her life flashed before her eyes because I think it was the moment she realized if she was saying this about me and then I had that type of evidence, she said she could imagine what was being said about her. And I said, girl, I'm sorry to be the one to tell you, but you are like, I said, three different social circles removed. Your name has been drawn, you know, um, ran through the mud. And her eyes got big. And I said, 
I don't even know your real name. I only know your at name. And I said, and she, yeah, she, I, was, I remember telling the girl, this person has made sure to say bad things while um, toasting with you and uh, telling you that she thinks you're so beautiful. And I remember the girl just um, almost wanting to just, you know, break down. But me having explained to her, this is life. You're going to meet catty girls. You're going to meet weird people. You're going to meet people that want to see your demise. You're going to meet people that talk about you. You have to eliminate, cut, and go. No one person and no one agency or system can meet all of the needs in your life. And certainly not the deep inner needs that are vital to wholeness. People can help people, but no one person can completely resolve all of the needs in another person's life. If you are looking to people to resolve all your needs and factoring out God, you are going to be surely disappointed. And that's the message of today. There's not one person on this earth, not a mommy, not a daddy, not a sister, not a lover, not a friend, not a boss, not nothing that could help you fulfill your needs. It's all about how you look out at the world. It's all about how you move forward um, on your journey. It's all about um, your mindfulness. It's all about what you decide. It's all about understanding your traumas. What, what brought me here? What in my ego? I tell you guys, the ego, death, and spirituality is the only way to elevate. The only way to elevate. And um, I suggest that you guys take that one for sure. That's the only way to elevate. Um, you have to kill the ego. And um, are you still ten toes down, butt naked? You know, with no designer on, with no jewelry on, with no haircut, with no... Um, accolades will you still be able to stand tall with nothing and a lot of people won't they need um they need certain things to feel empowered whether it's a um a watch whether it's a certain name brand whether it's a certain person whether it's a certain um metal whether it's a certain need to feel but it's only a few of us that um are going to stand tall butt naked. Do you understand? Uh, with nothing behind us, with nothing um, supporting us, willing to die for what we believe in and willing to live for what our ancestors um, worked so hard for. Um, I wish you guys all the best. There's a little update on me and the things that I got going on. I will be back in full effect with some more guests soon. Thank you guys for rocking with me. Thank you guys all for your bro wishes to everybody that checked on me when I got out the hospital. For everybody that sent me so much food, um, vegan food and different things of that nature to the cars, the well wishes, the um, connections, everything. I really, really, really appreciate it. And I just want to tell all of you guys to remember to vote, vote early. My next um, podcast will be uh, me talking about voting and what um, I'm voting about. But I just want to tap in with my mentees and the people that I've been asking me about podcasts and asking me. I'm doing much better um I know I'm gonna gain 15 pounds like I can feel it like it's ridiculous um you know just gaining my weight back getting my strength back um doing a lot of teeth work I've been doing so much dentist work like it's so scary every time I have to go in there um just got back from Mexico um gonna go back to do some more work um on my teeth or some shit like you know just stuff like that 
and I've been reading different herb books and stuff. You know, I know I, I like to make my own medicine. Um, planting my trees. I planted an avocado tree. And uh, I'm going to plant a um, pomegranate and a lemon tree for my neighbor. Um, you know, just chilling with my mom and my dad. Just things of that nature. Just very close with my family. And us working on um, moving forward in our endeavors and making sure everything is right um and not missing a beat so there is an update i will be back with more information thing of that nature i hope everything that i talked about wasn't all over the place but y'all catch my drift um thank you guys again and holler back